Uh, moving on to cotton as our second fibre today. Fantastic crop, an industry very adept at growing it well with water, which has been lacking lately. But, Bryony, uh, things are looking better for the upcoming cotton season. Just what sort of uh, output do we expect? Yeah, so obviously we've had a few years of drought uh, and we are hearing that the La Nina is bringing the rains across much of the country with many of the farms receiving a full profile of water and, and water in the dams as well. So cotton farmers have been confidently planting some more cotton across the country, although there are areas particularly around Queensland that, that hasn't seen that La Nina rains yet. And we are seeing really high temperatures across central New South Wales and Queensland over the last week or so. So it'll be interesting to see how La Nina plays out over the next few months. It's expected to go to until March. But the volumes that have been planted, we're expecting to see production up to around 2 million bales compared to last year's 12-year low of 590,000. So interestingly, and I'd be interested to hear Maddie's view on this in terms of uh, the comparison in prices with uh, grains in terms of how farmers can consistently look to plant cotton when it's so uncertain in terms of when the next rains might come and when they might be able to get those significant water allocations to plant the cotton. Maddie? Yeah, thanks, Barney. It's obviously a real concern for a lot of cotton producers that volatility and rainfall is their lifeblood and it can really make or break them for a year. But you're seeing a lot of them diversifying between not only wheat but also between uh, pulses with chickpeas and other similar um, crops. So there are a lot of different decisions being made out there to affect cotton producers to be able to diversify their produce base and make sure that their income um, can stay relatively stable from year to year. I think the the other thing with cotton growing is that, you know, you're heavily invested to cotton really and whilst a lot of broadacre commodities represent great margins with a good season right now, um, it's really got to be about water for cotton that gets the right overall return for the capital that's been invested on most places. Bryony, is there any concern in cotton as we get water back into the system to produce that two million plus bales, uh, we're actually selling into a, a market with high global supplies and some demand issues that might play out through the Northern Hemisphere as they continue to be COVID impacted? Yeah, that's right, Mark. We're seeing the stock use rate globally remain above 90%, with ongoing lockdowns happening in the key markets of Europe and the US impacting global consumption. Demand for textiles and apparel is highly income elastic and therefore susceptible to any change in consumer confidence. It's expected this will result in the prices reaching their lowest levels in real terms in almost 20 years. Meanwhile, China, the largest spinning centre, are holding stocks of around 98% of their yearly domestic use. And while there has been no official change to the cotton trade agreement between China and Australia, there's potential for impacts for from the ongoing trade tensions, with rumours that mills have been discouraged from buying Australian cotton. Longer term, prices for, price forecasts remain closer to $500 a bale. Australian farmers will really need to continue their focus on efficiencies and production to remain profitable. 
Thank you. Well, overall positive news, I think, in the face of that demand uncertainty, nonetheless a better crop coming up, which really puts everyone back in the game.